1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS
3: Sports Radio. And I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia shout out to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Thursday night, pulling you closer to Friday morning. I'll tell you this much. Thursday night football is over. Tonight, the Philadelphia Eagles, they beat the Minnesota Vikings. The final score, 34-28. The Philadelphia Eagles playing at home in Philadelphia. They run the ball down the throat. to so the Minnesota Vikings... 259 yards on the ground. DeAndre Swift, not necessarily the starter. He might be at running back now for the Eagles. 175 yards and a touchdown.
4: We're
3: going to hear from the players. We're going to listen to the big plays. We're going to do that momentarily. Much love to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. When your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, People popping in and tuning in following Thursday Night Football. Thank you to everybody locked in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. People listening on Sirius XM channel 158. And everybody locked in, maybe at home, I guess, on a smart speaker. All you have to do, ask that smart speaker. Say, hey, play CBS Sports Radio. It should work out for you. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard holding it down for us in New York City. And if you've been listening to the entire show, thank you to you as well. As we had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, join us in our number one. Always great to talk to a real legend. And it really doesn't it get any bigger. Nothing more legendary than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. I'll be hanging out for the next two hours. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855 212 CBS you can also find me online Twitter Facebook Instagram all that stuff that exists I am at JR Sport Brief that's at JR Sport Brief everywhere on social media the Philadelphia Eagles knockoff Minnesota 34 to 28 Philadelphia starts their season 2 and 0 Minnesota starts their season their year 0 and 2 let's also keep this in mind both of these teams just played on Sunday, so in the span of a week, one is two and oh, the other one's O and two. Philadelphia knocked off the New England Patriots, and Minnesota could not get by Tampa Bay. And so, with increased competition taking on Philadelphia, the defending NFC champions, it ain't work out for them. Not at all. The game, a matter of fact, was was relatively close by the time you pulled up to halftime. The Philadelphia Eagles led only 13-7. to But then Minnesota turned the ball over in the second half. The Eagles were able to capitalize. It looked like the Eagles were going to run away with it. Minnesota was able to stay in the game. Kirk Cousins finishing with four touchdowns. Uh, he did have that fumble, which led to a score 364 yards passing. But as I told you, the Eagles controlled this game on the ground. And because they controlled it on the ground, 259 yards rushing, they also controlled the time of possession. Philadelphia had the ball. 40 minutes to Minnesota's 20. That's it. Justin Jefferson, 159 yards receiving. Uh, the Minnesota, only in a general sense, flat period, only mustered 28 yards on the ground, Uh Jalen Hurts, 193 yards passing, a touchdown. He threw an interception early in the game, but this was all about DeAndre Swift, 175 yards on the ground to go with a touchdown. He was standing in for Gainwell, and who knows, he might take over that number one spot at the running back position as the season continues and moves on. A matter of fact, before Minnesota had to play catch-up, I want, I want to take a listen to some of these scores. Let's take a listen. Kirk Cousins putting the Vikings up 7-3 in the second quarter. This is courtesy of the Vikings Radio Network.
5: First and goal for the Vikings, trailing 3 Second quarter, Cousins under center. Puts Addison in motion for left play action. Kirk boots out to the left, passes, caught. Hawkinson shakes the tackle. Touchdown! And the Minnesota Vikings have claimed the lead.
3: Minnesota Vikings have claimed the lead. If there's one thing that we do know, Jalen Hurts is one of the most powerful. He might be the strongest quarterback in the league. I mean, they talk about this dude's bench press. I don't know. He could probably put an offensive lineman on his back and get the hell on up. And so in the second quarter, Jalen Hurts able to get in one of those patented I don't want to call it a push through sneak. How about we just say he just moved people out the way into the end zone? Listen to this Eagles Radio Network.
6: Second and goal quarterback sneak. Touchdown, Caleb Hurts. That was close to automatic, Mike. There are a lot of bodies down there. And
5: boy,
4: when you get all of that beef, all these 300-pounders in one place, you get all that beef moving forward, it's kind of hard to slow it down. Okay.
3: There's a lot of—Shep, you like—no, Shep, you don't—Shep, like, you, know, you, don't, you don't like beef, right? No beef for Shep?
1: Well, it depends. Uh, who's, who's going against each other?
3: Beef? I'm no, I'm talking about, like, like,
1: cow. I, I, like, I, like, uh, I like pork and better.
3: You like pork better than beef?
1: Yeah. Scallops, yeah.
3: Oh, scallops? Okay. Sausage? The scallops come out the, the, the water, man. I understand that. Okay, anyway. Type protein? You don't like beef. It's okay. Anyway, continuing on. I told you this was a busy game. It was 13-7 to 7 at the half. Kind of slow. Made you go, what am I looking at? What's going on? How are we going to continue on? And then to open up the second quarter, we had a fumble. That fumble turned into a touchdown. And this is a similar scenario and situation. Because Jalen Hurts, after the fumble, he was able to do it again. Here, listen, Eagles Radio Network.
0: Just Here sure. it
6: is. Now, Herx, now they're in. Hurts season Touchdown.
2: Body's diving over the
4: tush-push, but <laughs> they're just unable to stop this thing. There's a it,
6: lot of time left, but what a way to break open a game.
3: <laughs> it was 20-7 to 7 in the third quarter. Jalen Hurts is like, I got two sneak touchdowns. We got this. It's easy, right? And then they extended the lead some more. Jalen Hurts, a 63-yard touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. This was in the third. Listen to this. Third down and four.
6: Into the gun is Hurts. Hurts is back. Hurts looks. Still looking. He is going deep for Smith, who has it. 20. 20.
3: At this point, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, come on, man. This game is over. The Eagles are up 27-7. to what, what are the Minnesota Vikings going to do? What, are they going to get a couple of pity, pity touchdowns and they'll just be done? But then they started to show some life. The Vikings finally scored in the third quarter. Kirk Cousins, one of his four touchdowns on the night, able to connect with Jordan Addison. Here it is, bringing the score to 27-14. to
5: Cousins, out of the shotgun, steps up, he shoots one deep center of the field, and it's caught! Jordan Addison, 15-10, touchdown! Jordan Addison with the second touchdown he scored this season. It's a 62-yard touchdown throw from Kirk. For Jordan, it is the longest reception of his career. And the Vikings have cut the margin to 27-13.
3: And then they kicked it, and they made it 27-14. Let's take a listen to another play from the Vikings Radio Network. This brings the score even closer. The Vikings got back in it. Cousins, K.J. Osborne, making it 27-21. to
5: it's now first and goal for the Vikings from the 10. Cousins under center. Play action to Madison. Great drop. Looks to the end zone. Throws to a man wide open. Touchdown Vikings! K.J. Osborne with his first touchdown this season. It's a 10-yard touchdown, and it's 27-20 Philadelphia.
3: And then they kicked it. So it's 27-21. Did you hear the enthusiasm in his voice? He feels confident. He feels good. The Minnesota Vikings are back in the game. Me? I'm like, man, Philadelphia is going to snuff them out. With about four minutes left in the game, DeAndre Swift, who went on to have a career night, I told you, 175 yards, he decided to run one in. He extended the lead, 34-21. Listen to the Eagles radio network, they were excited
4: hurts
6: calling for the ball he gifts it to swift swift cuts back he's in touchdown shake.
4: the ugly swift look at that shake he's got such an amazing shake he starts to the left gives that little shake he gets the defense going that direction that little shake puts his foot in the ground north south and into the end zone
6: what a drive he's fun to watch he's fun to watch <laughs> and the way that Hertz engineered this driver this drive it was just poise plus
3: yeah, Eagles broadcasters make me feel fat and hungry. Talking about beef, talking about shakes. Look at that shake. Look at that beef. Like I need to run into checkers or five guys or Arby's or something. I, I don't know. Anyway, with the score 34 to 21. Come on now. what What's, what, what's Minnesota going to do here? They ain't going to do nothing, right? They do get the ball back. And Kirk Cousins? For his fourth and final touchdown pass, somehow, someway, he connects with T.J. Hawkinson. He he still makes it a game. This is pretty amazing. Listen.
5: Cousins first and goal. Throws right. Claude Hawkinson. Touchdown, Minnesota. T.J. Hawkinson with his second touchdown this game. That's a five-yard touchdown. And it is 34-27.
3: And then they kick the extra point. They make it 34-28, to 28, and then they, they try an onside kick. It doesn't work, and then they get the ball back. Minnesota has the ball back, but unfortunately for them, there's almost no time left. The Minnesota Vikings got the ball. They received the punt. There's about eight seconds left in the game. Eight seconds is not enough. I want you to listen to the final call, courtesy of the Eagles Radio Network.
6: Back goes Cousins. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking. He steps forward. There are no seconds on the clock as he throws a pop-up downfield. It's batted around. It's incomplete. The clock runs out, and the Eagles survive again.
3: The Eagles survive again. They're 2-0 and on the season. They're running the ball down folks' throats. I know that you don't necessarily want to allow anybody to score 28 points, so uh eagles have some work to do they have some time to rest and recover and then come back in the next game against tampa if and they should beat tampa let's be real they should beat the living hell out of baker mayfield and next up for the losers tonight the minnesota vikings they got the Chargers in front of them and based on the way the chargers play as well i'm expecting a shootout why wouldn't i nick sirianni the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He talked about their record, a perfect start after only four days. But he said, you know what? We got work to do, man. We got work to do.
0: You know, it's way easier to to correct when uh when you're when you're two and zero and you know no one no one's feelings are in it you know and so we, we can really we can really press uh in in this meeting tomorrow that we're gonna have with the players and and hold ourselves accountable as coaches and hold them accountable as players and that's what we'll do um and so obviously we're not clean playing uh we we didn't play our cleanest game. Um, you know, I think the first the first week was a little bit of a more clean game for the defense and not as clean for the offense and a little bit vice versa uh, tonight. So, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll go back it's, you know, yeah, we're right. We're 2 and 0. and a lot of teams would like to be sitting at 2 and 0. and and like I said, when you're when you're in this position, you can really and, and guys don't know that we're not playing uh, to our the best of our abilities. Um, you, you know, you can really that's where you can make a lot of growth.
3: Damn, they got a meeting tomorrow? I mean, they make a lot of money, so I'm not I'm not complaining. I know they're probably just going to sit around in T-shirts and flip-flops and look at film, but damn. Life in the NFL, man. You got to get up and go to work. Hey, I played last night. I got my ass kicked. Well, we'll see you at 9 in the morning. Anyway, someone who's going to be sitting around in flip-flops and a T-shirt is Darius Slay it was partially his job to try to contain justin jefferson tonight i'm not going to say that he did who who can justin jefferson finishing with 159 yards receiving in a loss but darius Slay, he talked about the eagles defense and and how close this game ultimately was you know definitely our offense. they do a great job at uh protecting the ball so you know what uh we always you know punching at it ripping at it you know for them so I guess other teams gotta like get better with ball security because you know we get the we practice it a lot, like a lot, a lot. Is
4: it I kind of we'll a see? crazy game in, in that you guys got so many turnovers and yet it was still a really close game?
3: I mean, yeah, be, it just you know it just varies, you know. But uh, you know, we, all of us as a group gotta get going, and uh, you know, like I said, we uh, gotta continue to keep you know improving, you know, even though we got the two zero, you know, we gotta just uh, continue to keep improving. Four fumbles lost tonight by the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, second quarterback in Vikings history, with four passing touchdowns, zero interceptions, and still loses. Welcome to the life of Kirk Cousins, who also happens to be in the final year of his contract, and I think his ass is going to be the hell up on out of there by the time we get to next season. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
4: Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Hey, you're mentioning the Lions, Slay, Hawkinson, and um, uh, uh, Swift. Whoa, (laughs) what a day. Hey, and I love beef. But real quick, I'm a little bit nervous. Should I be worried about Trevon Diggs getting into Stefan Diggs' head and Josh Allen and him getting into a fight?
3: Uh. No, I I wouldn't. It's brothers, right? Like, Sorry. I mean, what, what difference would it make if he says it publicly versus privately? I think what it does, and and we'll get into Trayvon Diggs and his public comments about Stefan and, and, and what's going on in Buffalo, I, I don't think it helps the scenario or situation. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if Trayvon just says it on his own without the, uh, I don't want to say approval, but without his brother knowing. And you know what? We're going to get into that this hour as well but i I think there was already calls
4: for concern here greg oh you know me um i worry um thank you for taking my call agents of inclusion great one today
3: my friend as always love you thank you greg for calling from michigan and yes we did drop a new episode today agents of inclusion talking to two amazing special olympics athletes who represent anchorage alaska go ahead if you got podcasts if you listen Just if you have Google, search Agents of Inclusion. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to hear from the losers on the other side. Head coach Kevin O'Connell just finished chatting it up with the media. Uh, Kirk Cousins having a conversation right now. We'll hear from the losers. And then, as Greg alluded to, Trayvon Diggs putting out a statement online, on Twitter, on social media, that his brother, Stefan for the Bills, should probably go somewhere where he's appreciated. We're going to talk about that. We'll get into this whole disrespect of Deion Sanders and his hat and his sunglasses.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how are you? You are amazing. You should be called a sports professor. Anybody ever call you that? Call in now at 855 212
3: 4CBS. Nope, no one has ever called me that, but a first time for everything, so thank you. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the Minnesota Vikings tonight 34 to 28 in Philadelphia. The Eagles are now 2 and 0, Minnesota falls to 0 and 2. Kirk Cousins, four touchdown passes, zero interceptions. He did have a fumble that led to a score. Uh, Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver everybody pays attention to, uh, between he and Tyreek Hill, you wonder who's going to have more yards receiving. Uh, Justin Jefferson, 159 yards, zero touchdowns. Unfortunately for Justin Jefferson, he also had a play in particular. He dove into the end zone, caught a deep pass from Kirk Cousins. He reached out to the pylon, couldn't control the ball, turned it over. It was a touchback, turned over, and then the Eagles were able to convert that over into into a field goal that helped them take a 13-7 lead at halftime. I detailed to you right before we went to the break how the Eagles just destroyed them on the ground, 259 yards rushing. Uh, Jalen Hurts had two of those quarterback sneaks, so he had two touchdowns. They they destroyed him. 40 minutes, the Eagles had the ball to the Vikings, 20. And so a few minutes ago, not too long ago, the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings spoke, Kevin O'Connell. He said, yeah. We, we, we got some work
0: to do as a coaching staff. We've got some work to do uh, to ultimately take a look at really an inventory of eight quarters where, you know, how do we get better in all three phases? I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of areas where we can focus on as a staff uh, to play more complimentary football, which we have not done up until this point.
3: Yeah, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah. They lost to Tampa Bay 20 to 17. They have, the the Los Angeles Chargers next up. That's gonna be Sunday, September 24th. Obviously, they ain't gonna play this week. They just played tonight. And what do I expect from that game? A shootout. That's it. Los Angeles Chargers. The Minnesota Vikings just throwing the rock around. Shootout. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five-two one two four CBS. JB is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, JB?
4: Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me. Sure. Um, I just wanted to um, ask you about uh, what do you think about the uh, issue going on with uh, AJ not seeing the ball enough? I know that Devonte Smith is a is a more of a rising star right now, and I'm not. I don't want to say his ceiling is higher, but it is. You know, about that time for Devontae Smith to start entering. The conversations with the Justin Jeffersons and the Jamar Chases of the world. So, how do you feel about you know Devontae Smith moving more into the one A role, and uh, you think that the Philly going to move on from AJ Brown next year? No,
3: nah, I don't. I don't think so. I think in, in most cases, and we had this a similar conversation earlier this week. Thank you, JB, for calling from Chicago. It's game number. Two. That's it. It's game number two. This past Sunday, he had ten catches for seventy nine yards. I do know that there was a point in the game where AJ Brown did ap- did approach Jalen Hurts, who is currently just sat down to speak with the media, and AJ Brown rolled up on him is like, "Hey man, what are you doing?" And Jalen Hurts just kind of put his hand up like, "Man, just, just, just relax, okay?" They ultimately won the game. Jalen Hurts is is, is too cool for school in most cases. You don't see the guy sweat. He's always having a positive attitude. And so if I think there's anybody to actually handle anybody's attitude, it would be Jalen Hurts. So I'm not concerned about A.J. Brown. Uh, I don't think he's running around and and being upset. Let him be upset. Fine. Do I think he's going to rock the apple cart that much? No, I I don't see any issues here uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles in the long run when it comes down to their weapons. Not at all. I, I'm, I'm not concerned. 855 212 cbs Kevin is here from Louisville. What's up, Kevin?
4: JR, I love you. You know I do. <laughs> Thank you. How, <laughs> How you doing, back? buddy? Good. good? Yes. Um, well, that's who we have. My honors have to beat them fields. We That's who we got to beat this year. So, yeah. Um, Always getting props. Brock party. Okay. No game props. We got weapons. We got defense. That's what we gotta be to get to the Super Bowl. But AFC side, I don't think the uh Chiefs are going there this year.
3: Well, I mean they certainly have question marks. Uh, if we can look at the first game, you know, who is wide receiver one? And then is is Travis Kelsey? Is he going to be gone for only that one game, which is an aberration, or are we going to start to see a trend where he's getting older and he's going to be knocked around a bit? So, those yeah, are legitimate sure. concerns. Um,
4: well, I, I love to see the Ravens. <laughs> I had, you know, my household, dude. I got Bengals, Ravens, all of them. And, uh, golly, it was a fiasco. But I didn't fix anything. But uh, I uh, said. Come over for football. I'll be out back on my YouTube and got my channel. I'm watching my Niners. (laughs) And they all in there. And my wife, Bengals, lost to the damn Browns. are they that good? (laughs) Uh, Well, let's also
3: keep in mind that Joe Burrow's running around on a bum leg. Mm -hmm. It looked like he was.
4: Well, the last time he did that, you know, when he had that uh, operation, when he came out, he wasn't good, but after three or four weeks, he was good. We'll see. It's all crap. It's early, yes. It's you early. know what it is. Hey, I love you, man. I love what you do. You are the man, I swear. Well, thank and, you, Kevin. Uh, I love what you do, and uh, y'all take care of you and Dave. I love y'all guys, and uh, I'm going to Florida uh, a couple of days. Ready all to
1: get right, well, there, where's right? our ticket?
3: Shep, did you get a ticket to Florida?
1: <laughs> yeah, every day of my life. Hey, chef, yeah, he didn't I'm get. You, he's like, no, oh, I'm, I'm going to cooking. Florida.
3: Well, get right, me one. I'm what? right
1: next door. I don't want to hey, drive. Then
4: he said, Sydney said, Sydney said, We're getting fresh fish. We're going to catch fish. Okay. I'm not cooking. I said, I ain't cooking either, babe. We're going to do it all. So, all right. Well, you all have tonight. a good time, all okay? All right. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you.
3: Hey, Marco Belletti, Did Did he give you a ticket to Florida? Uh, I did not receive one. No. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to Florida. Thanks for letting us know. We We ain't get no invites. None at all. 855 212 4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. You know, one of our callers, he just asked me about potential friction with the Eagles and, and AJ Brown not being happy with the ball. Uh, one of our callers also brought up the Diggs brothers, Trayvon, Stefan. Trayvon looks like he's starting to uh, help his brother exit Buffalo. Is that where we're at right now? I'm going to fill you in on that. I'm going to get some more of your calls.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Longtime listener, huge fan. Oh, my God, I'm so flabbergasted. <laughs> I even got it on. I'm always driving home from work when I hear you. I just want to call and talk about the game tonight.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's
3: the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Eagles beat the Vikings 34-28. to Justin Jefferson comes down with 159 yards receiving. Kirk Cousins throws four touchdowns, and they still lose. It's the turnovers, right? Four turnovers tonight by the Minnesota Vikings, and they have, they got the Chargers next. We heard from Kevin O'Connell saying that the coaching staff has more work to do. Kirk Cousins. The quarterback he just spoke as well and he said the obvious we can't have all these damn turnovers
0: tough loss um you know solid opponent um uh you know shot ourselves in the foot with the turnovers um similar story now the first two weeks in that in that case i'm sure that's been said a lot to you guys now post game but it it ought to be and um it's difficult to win in this league when you you know lose the turnover battle by one let alone by the margin we've lost it by so um uh you know we got to fix those mistakes and uh, not let it continue
3: yeah it's pretty pretty clear but I think this is going to be a recurring theme all season long for the Minnesota Vikings they they just play real loose and I don't think it's because of, of head coach uh, McConnell I just think it's it's structurally and the talent that they have I don't think they're in a a good space to just be competitive or, or let alone stop anybody. You could put up all the points in the world that you want. We saw that last year. Who and how are you going to stop anybody? 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Paul.
5: Hey, JR. Can you hear me
3: okay? Loud and clear. What's on your mind?
5: All right. Well, I'm changing the subject because, I, you know, watching the Vikings lose, I'm a Bears fan or try to be. Uh, I want to get your take on the Bears. I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I just don't think he has field vision. I know he's got great arm. He's got all the athleticism. All everybody talks. The hype in Chicago is unbelievable. I want to get your take outside of Chicago. What do you think of the Bears?
3: Well, I don't think it's it's really that much uh, a, a change or changing of the subject. This is another team that plays up in the NFC North that the Chicago Bears have to compete. Uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, we saw the Green Bay Packers beat your Chicago Bears earlier on in the week, and and here's that was the deal. A yeah,
5: and, and and the only
3: way I can watch the Bears is put money against them. I'm sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's your team. The only way you'll watch your own team is if you put money up. Well, look at the last 12
5: years. They fired Lovey at 10 and six, and where we've we been since.
3: Oh well, I'm, I I can't knock you, but that that feels so bad that you have to bet money and have a financial interest. Just to watch Watchers squad, but my answer is the the jury so that's is out. What I'm saying
5: so. It's it's depressing. I agree, but that's why okay. Well can, I, say, well, can what I? Well, can I
3: answer the first part you asked me? The first question? Yes, yes. Go ahead. The I'm jury sorry. is still out. I'm I'm not as negative on Justin Fields right. as you. Uh, this entire right. this entire season is going to be the litmus test for him. It's either sink or I swim. Agree. And so I know what I know what this past game looked like and. You got to Chase Claypool who is either hurt or uh, is, is not interested in playing, maybe a combination of both. I, I'm not going to yeah, draw you, a conclusion of just off of one of game.
5: Yeah, he, he looks disinterested, but go ahead.
3: Uh, well, I'm done now. Well, thank you, Paul, for calling from Chicago. I mean, damn, he asked me, can I answer? Can I answer? Uh, the jury's not out, okay? I don't think Justin Fields had a terrible season last year. And, and we got 16 more games to see whether or not he improved. Could he not be the answer? Very well, much so. He, he may not be. Is it likely that he's all of a sudden going to turn into Lamar Jackson? Eh, probably not. Do I think he's going to be Jalen Hurts? No, I don't think so. But I think he can be a starting quarterback in this league for years. Let's see what he does. He might have the same exact season as he did last year, and that may not be good enough. It will not one two four cbs that's 855-212-4CBS. You know, before we went to break, we were we were asked about, you know, beef. Somebody asked about the, the, the interaction between A.J. Brown going up to Jalen Hurts during the course of the game. A.J. Brown looking for the football uh, tonight. Didn't have the best receiving night. He was targeted only six times. He came down with four receptions for 29 yards. And head coach Nick Sirianni, he talked about this interaction in his post game. This is what he had to
0: say: "The conversations we have on the field are going to be private, and the conversations we have in in per, in, uh, in our locker room are going to be private. Uh, y'all, y'all don't need to know what was going on right there." <laughs> come what? Come on, man.
3: You can do better than that. Like, let's be honest here. Hey, we got a competitor here. The two guys were discussing game. Like, what? what you don't got to talk to people like we're stupid. Like, let's not go back to opening drive, not even opening drive. First press conference ever by Nick Sirianni. He's talking about the process and we're going to have simple processes and uh, we're going to get the ball to, like, let's not overcomplicate or oversimplify things, man. A.J. Brown wanted the ball. He wasn't happy that he wasn't getting the ball. If You don't got to get the Bill Belichick. We're going to keep it in-house. Let's just be real, man. Call a spade a spade. Ain't no real beef there. Jalen Hurts is a, seems like a great communicator. Doesn't seem to be bothered out on the field. I don't think A.J. Brown is going to be pushing him to anything. There is no problem. There is no beef. Now, having said that, I must bring everybody's attention to a beef. Over the past 24 hours, and and we can go back to to Monday night as the Buffalo Bills lost to the New York Jets with Zach Wilson at the helm. People are looking at Josh Allen. People have been looking at Stephon Diggs since they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs last offseason and whether or not Stephon Diggs is interested, whether or not he wants to be there, whether he is going to continue to beef with Josh Allen about how he gets the ball. And so after the loss on Monday, of course, people are kind of up in arms about what the Buffalo Bills are going to do for the rest of the season. And so earlier this week, well, actually, yesterday, press conference, Maddie Glib, she covers the Buffalo Bills for the Buffalo Bills. And so they were in the press conference room, And they were waiting on a press conference to take place. And they were wondering what player was going to come out to address the media. Well, Maddie Glab came through and she didn't realize that the microphone in the room was on and that it was capturing her conversation. And so it was a live mic and they were talking about what player was going to come. And she had some thoughts on Stephon Diggs. Take a listen to this.
4: Nobody else with the body? I think they're
0: trying for Steph. For Steph Step and Steph. pick up. That's who they're trying for. Don't okay. well, tell me what to do. Right? Really like hey. no yeah. yeah. He really looks like he's trying. There's no control except on this. He's eyeballing him. Go get him. The dude's going to do what he wants to do. How would you come? <laughs> Coming over there. Steph, Get your ass. Look at, look in like
3: so she basically, you hear the guys, they're like, oh, well, you go get Stephon Diggs. She said, there's no control over Stephon Diggs. He's going to do what he wants to do. He'll look in my face and say, F you. That's how he treats everybody. Not necessarily the comments you want made or you want to hear if you're a player, from someone who covers you on a day-to-day basis well maddie glad she responded and she wanted to apologize i want to take ownership for what i said today i'm very sorry for what i said and meant no ill will i respect the hell out of stefan diggs he's been one of my favorite players to cover he has great character and treats us media with lots of respect He takes time out of his day to talk to us, which he doesn't have to do. For context, we were waiting for players to come out for press conferences when a reporter jokingly told me to go get him. I said I don't have control over him. He marches to the beat of his own drum, and I love that about him. Well, it seems that he didn't necessarily appreciate the comments. It seems that his brother also did not appreciate the comments from his brother first. Trevon Diggs said, oh, man, they turn on you so quick. I got to get my bro somewhere safe. This is a public tweet that the Dallas Cowboys, Trevon Diggs, tweeted out about his brother. Stefan Diggs, he put out an even longer statement addressing this. And he said that the statements were very hurtful. He says, I've always treated people how I want to be treated. I greet everyone with smiles and respect from the people in our cafe to the people in our building who clean it in all order. And he went on to say even more. He's just like, man, people don't get it twisted with who I am as a player. And the aggressiveness and how I react as a player and who I am as a person. Please remember, I'm a human just like you. And if I ever made you or anyone else feel like you can't approach me, I apologize. Now, I I can't remember the last time we had one player in the NFL have his brother not just stick up for him, but kind of tell everybody his brother needs to leave the team. Do I think this is a big deal? Eh, A a little bit. Why do I think it's a big deal? Because it's a distraction. Because we already have these issues with the Buffalo Bills and is Josh Allen now regressing? Is he a turnover machine? Does Stephon Diggs want to be there? And now you have his brother saying publicly he needs to get him out? Does Stephon Diggs know he was going to post that? Does the locker room care? Probably not. But you know what this does? It gives the media in Buffalo. It gives the team. It puts another cloud over the squad for an issue that at this moment wasn't even there. People were looking at Josh Allen, and now folks are worried about Stephon Diggs and his brother. Just beef, right? Who knew that a reporter on a live mic would help bring another issue back to the forefront? Just when you thought Stephon Diggs... His situation was just a little quiet. All focus on Josh. Here it is. Some wild stuff going on in Buffalo. This is not going to help. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We know the Eagles beat Minnesota tonight, 34-28. And we got to talk about this as well. This is beef. We got college beef in Colorado. Deion Sanders, take off your shades and your sunglasses. Somebody doesn't like it. I'll explain here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?